Hey friends, welcome to Anchored In Always. I'm Katie Thornhill, and I've been through the storms of marriage infidelity, drug and alcohol addiction of a loved one, and even loss of a child to cancer. In this podcast, I will share with you how to place healthy boundaries in your relationships, how to recover from past hurts using the principles of Christian recovery, and how to find healing even in the loss of a loved one, so that you can live a life of joy and purpose despite your circumstances. If you're ready to find freedom and victory, then join me on a journey of soul restoration as we anchor into Jesus. So pull your hair back, strap on your boots, and grab your Bible, and let's weather this storm. So you may have heard the saying that we are only as sick as our secrets. We've all made mistakes and hurt people and have also been hurt deeply by other people and even institutions. But when we cover up those wounds with temporary band-aids or numbing agents, they just stay infected. But when we do the necessary yet painful work of cleaning them out, that is when we truly begin to heal. So how do we do that? In episode 27, we discussed finding a support team, which is a mentor and a, or a sponsor and accountability partners, so that you have support to do the necessary and hard work of a moral inventory, which is what we're going to talk about today. Principle four says, openly examine and confess my faults to myself, to God, and to someone I trust, because happy are the pure in heart, Matthew 6, 8. And then in step four, it says, we made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Let us examine our ways and test them and let us return to the Lord, Lamentations 340. So how many of us have spent our lives rationalizing the past, maybe complaining about the present and fearing the future? I know I have. If only my childhood had been more stable. If only my spouse would get it together, we would be happy. And in the present, why why is my life seem so unmanageable at times? And how come we don't have what other people have? Why don't my kids behave better? And then in the future, we can worry about things like, what if my marriage fails? What if something happens to someone I love? What if I never find my purpose? And so on and so on. In this fourth step and through the process of doing an inventory, we began to look at people and events from our past and and identify triggers, pain points, and negative behavior patterns in our lives. We can begin chiseling away at all of the decay that is built up over the years, keeping us from seeing the truth about our past and our present situations too. This is a step-by-step process, however, and for a reason. You can't successfully do the work if you're still in denial or if you're trying to fix things or control people yourself, if you haven't fully surrendered your entire life and will to God, and if you are isolated and don't have support. But if you've done those first crucial steps, you are ready to seek the Lord for help in doing an inventory. Job 33:33 says, Then listen to me, be silent, and I will teach you wisdom. Ask yourself these questions. First, what do I feel guilty about? God often uses guilt to bring correction through the Holy Spirit. We call that conviction. But don't confuse conviction with condemnation. Romans 8.1 says, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So, although we need to address the past, we don't have to carry the shame any longer. Then ask yourself, who or what do I have resentment against? When we hold on to resentment, it leads to anger, bitterness, and frustration. We may not even realize its hold on us until we've actually written it down and shared it. Another question to ask is, what do I fear? 
Joshua 1.9 says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Honestly, I feared lack of control and loss of one of my children, both of which happened in my life. And I'm still here and growing and moving forward in my recovery. So I hope that gives you hope that even when some of your fears do come become reality, that God is for you and he is with you. Lastly, ask yourself, am I trapped in self-pity or even dishonest thinking? We can talk ourselves into a delusion if we're not careful. But the truth is unchanging, even when our feelings may constantly change. Many of us, like myself, make permanent decision based on temporary feelings and end up doing more harm. This process is not easy, and honestly, in my years of recovery and leading step studies and sponsoring women, this is where many will fall away. Because we have a very real enemy, Satan does not want us to do this work, because he knows when the lies he keeps feeding us are exposed and dealt with in a healthy way, he will lose power and hold over us, and we will find healing, and most likely that will impact more people in our lives as well. Isaiah 40, 29 says, He gives strength to the weary and he increases the power of the weak. This is not just about your weaknesses and your mistakes. It's about letting go of them so that Christ's power can work in and through your life. So to begin this process of writing your inventory, you look back at your earliest memory and you write down everyone who's hurt you, how they hurt you, and how it's affected how it affected you then what what your feelings were then and then what impact it may still be having on your life today the damage you must also list everyone that you've hurt and how and i know that is so tough to do but it's so very important and will and that will end up being your future amends list it's also vital in this step to keep it balanced so we've all had at least one or more positive people and experiences in our lives that have also shaped us and impacted us. So we want to list those as well. Psalm 139, 23 through 24 says, Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. We all tend to show ourselves one way. Think of ourselves maybe another way, but actually who we are on the inside is a completely different way. This process brings it to light so that we can begin to really be our true and authentic selves. How freeing would that be to you? This will impact your relationships with others, your attitude, your integrity, your mind and thought processes, your family, your physical bodies, and so much more. Our actions, not our words and feelings, reveal our priorities and our character. Are we a different person to others as we are at home? Why? Our minds, our thoughts play a big part in that. Romans 12, 2 tells us, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. So what are you filling your mind with? News, social media, Netflix? And how are those things really shaping your thoughts, which affect your attitude and your actions? We see something on Facebook and react instantly, and then sometimes pass that along to others, causing unnecessary anxiety, anger, and frustration often. But when we guard our minds and fill it with the truth of God's word, 
we can have peace and confidence. That often starts with understanding who we are, though, and why we allow temporary or uncertain things to cause us to act out or spiral. When we don't really understand who we are, it's so much easier to listen to everyone else. Philippians 4, verses 6 through 8 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and and your minds in Christ Jesus. So how do you do this? Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. How life-changing would that be? And honestly, this inventory process was truly life-changing and so revealing to me. As I wrote all of these things down and then read through it out loud to my sponsor, my eyes were truly open to my own character defects, and now I could really begin to address them. I could finally stop blaming everyone else and begin looking at my own actions, attitudes, and responses, which is really all I can, con- can, can control anyway. I don't have to believe the lies or rely on my feelings or even my circumstances. I can stand on the truth of who God says I am. And I want that for you too, my friend. So if any of this resonates with your heart and you want to begin this process and journey of recovery, then don't wait another day. Go to CelebrateRecovery.com and you just enter your zip code to find a meeting near you and get started. The enemy wants you to stay stuck and afraid because he knows your potential. So get the tools you need to fight back and find freedom. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, you know our past, all the good and the bad things that we've done. God, I pray that you would give us the strength and the courage to come clean and face our past mistakes and character defects, knowing that you will show yourself strong through our weaknesses if we just surrender them to you. I pray for those who have been hurt deeply by people and are struggling to forgive, that as they seek you more, you will soften their heart to forgive others, knowing that it doesn't condone the hurt or the behavior, but it rather releases them from it. I pray for the listener feeling that tug in their heart today for change, but also feeling the fear threatening to hold them back. I pray you would break the chains that are holding them down and help them to seek a different way, to find community and seek you for lasting healing. It's in your powerful name I pray. Amen. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it and would like to connect and learn more, join our community on Facebook at Anchored In Always. I will put the group link in the show notes. You can also email me at katie at anchoredinalways.com. Lastly, I want to bring this message of hope and healing to as many hurting people as possible. So help me spread the love by sharing this podcast on your social media outlets. Another way you can do this is to take a quick minute and subscribe and leave me a review. Thank you for anchoring in with me today. God bless you as you weather your storms.